Section 29 of The Wisdom of the Ancients. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Warren Cotty, Gurney, Illinois. The Wisdom of the Ancients A Series of Mythological Fables by Francis Bacon. Section 29. Sphinx, or Science. Explained of the Sciences. They relate that Sphinx was a monster, variously formed, having the face and voice of a virgin, the wings of a bird, and the talons of a griffin. She resided on the top of a mountain, near the city of Thebes, and also beset the highways her manner was to lie in ambush and seize the travellers and having them in her power to propose to them certain dark and perplexed riddles which it was thought she received from the muses and if her wretched captives could not solve and interpret these riddles she with great cruelty fell upon them in their hesitation and confusion and tore them to pieces this plague having reigned a long time the thebans at length offered their kingdom to the man who could interpret her riddles there being no other way to subdue her oedipus a penetrating and prudent man though lame in his feet excited by so great a reward accepted the condition and with a good assurance of mind cheerfully presented himself before the monster who directly asked him what creature that was which being born four-footed afterwards became two-footed then three-footed and lastly four-footed again oedipus with presence of mind replied it was man who upon his first birth and infant state crawled upon all fours in endeavouring to walk but not long after went upright upon his two natural feet again in old age walked three-footed with a stick and at last growing decrepit lay four-footed confined to his bed and having by this exact solution obtained the victory he slew the monster and laying the carcass upon an ass led her away in triumph and upon this he was according to the agreement made king of thebes explanation this is an elegant instructive fable and seems invented to represent science especially as joined with practice for science may without absurdity be called a monster being strangely gazed at and admired by the ignorant and unskilful her figure and form is various by reason of the vast variety of subjects that science considers her voice and countenance are represented female by reason of her gay appearance and volubility of speech wings are added because the sciences and their inventions run and fly about in a moment for knowledge like light communicated from one torch to another is presently caught and copiously diffused sharp and hooked talons are elegantly attributed to her because the axioms and arguments of science enter the mind lay hold of it 
fix it down and keep it from moving or slipping away this the sacred philosopher observed when he said the words of the wise are like goads or nails driven far in again all science seems placed on high as it were on the tops of mountains that are hard to climb for science is justly imagined a sublime and lofty thing looking down upon ignorance from an eminence and at the same time taking an extensive view on all sides as is usual on the tops of mountains science is said to beset the highways because through all the journey and peregrination of human life there is matter and occasion offered of contemplation sphinx is said to propose various difficult questions and riddles to men which she received from the muses and these questions so long as they remain with the muses may very well be unaccompanied with severity for while there is no other end of contemplation and inquiry but that of knowledge alone the understanding is not oppressed or driven to straits and difficulties but expatiates and ranges at large and even receives a degree of pleasure from doubt and variety but after the muses have given over their riddles to sphinx that is to practice which urges and impels to action choice and determination then it is that they become torturing severe and trying and unless solved and interpreted strangely perplex and harass the human mind rend it every way and perfectly tear it to pieces all the riddles of sphinx therefore have two conditions annexed viz dilaceration to those who do not solve them and empire to those that do for he who understands the thing proposed obtains his end and every artificer rules over his work sphinx has no more than two kinds of riddles one relating to the nature of things the other to the nature of man and correspondent to these the prizes of the solution are two kinds of empire the empire over nature and the empire over man for the true and ultimate end of natural philosophy is dominion over natural things natural bodies remedies machines and numberless other particulars though the schools contented with what spontaneously offers and swollen with their own discourses neglect and in a manner despise both things and works but the riddle proposed to oedipus the solution whereof acquired him the theban kingdom regarded the nature of man for he who has thoroughly looked into and examined human nature may in a manner command his own fortune and seems born to acquire dominion and rule accordingly virgil properly makes the arts of government to be the arts of the romans it was therefore extremely apposite in augustus caesar to use the image of sphinx in his signet whether this happened by accident or by design for he of all men was deeply versed in politics and through the course of his life very happily solved abundance of new riddles with regard to the nature of man and unless he had done this with great dexterity and ready address 
he would frequently have been involved in imminent danger, if not destruction. It is with the utmost elegance added in the fable, that when Sphinx was conquered, her carcass was laid upon an ass. For there is nothing so subtle and abstruse, but after being once made plain, intelligible and common, it may be received by the slowest capacity. We must not omit that Sphinx was conquered by a lame man, and impotent in his feet. For men usually make too much haste to the solution of Sphinx's riddles, whence it happens that, she prevailing, their minds are rather racked and torn by disputes than invested with command by works and effects. End of section twenty nine. Recording by Warren Cotty, Gurney, Illinois.